Hey, what's going on? It's Bill Burr, and it's time for the Monday Morning Podcast for Monday, March 9th, 2020. What's going on? How are ya? Um, all right. Guess what? I got a guest. I'm, I'm like the other podcasts. I have a guest. <laughs> I've been having guests lately. Um, we got from the Let There Be Talk podcast... And from tomorrow night's Bon Scott tribute at the fucking Avalon, right across the street from Capitol Records, where all the fucking big hits were recorded. Um, we got Dean Del Rey. What's going on, dude? Yeah, man. What is happening? I'm, What's I, happening is I'm trying to figure out where to put this fucking recorder. I know. I'm, I, I love watching your process because I always just picture you just just like what's going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hit record before I'm ready to start. That's part of the charm. <laughs> it's part of the charm. Yeah. You, know? you got um, a broke screen on your phone. I love that. Yeah, I've given up on that. I broke the screen at the fucking Apple store. And then, because they weren't helping me with some other shit, so I was just throwing shit into my fucking backpack, and I didn't realize that my phone was only backpack. Oh shit! I broke the screen there, (laughs) and then I was on the road, and I had some bootleg place fix it, and then I don't know what happened. Then it just sort of broke again. Yeah, I remember. It's funny. Every time I've thrown it in anger, it's never broken. Yeah. But if I just, I don't know, I just sort of set something down, then it Because people look at it going, Jesus Christ, you throw your phone. It's like, well, yeah, I throw it all the time, but it never breaks. It's weird. It's like a fluke thing. So. Oh, man. Anyway, what the fuck was I going to tell you? You know, I was watching this thing. Uh, well, let's talk about what we came on here to promote. Yeah. There's, there's a few tickets left. Is this, this amazing fucking show that I still don't think people understand the level of this show where it just seems that it's going to be like, ah, it's going to be like, okay, a stand-up show. And then like this dad band's going to come out and do their highway to hell. I don't think they understand. Uh, I guess they've seen some clips. Some people have, if you, if you're debating going, you should fucking go. Cause first of all, it's a deal. Yeah, it is. Get, it is. It's a right? tick. What are the tickets? Forty dollars. Forty bucks. You get to see a killer stand-up show, and then you get to see half the fucking rock stars that you grew up watching. I feel, anyways, all these drummers and everybody coming out. I don't want to name names because yeah. you know people dropping in, dropping out, adding on, and all of a sudden they're going on a fucking tour. But you know all these guys. Yeah. Through all your years of being a front man, it's so hard to schedule because. You, you got your dream list of people, uh-huh. and then they all go, yeah, I can do it. Now, if I could have did it like a month ago, I might have got some, you know, people are getting right. ready to go on these tours and stuff. Yep. But now, who knows, with the coronavirus, who knows yeah, who, no. who's touring. But do you know what I do love is all of these guys, because it's the Bond Scott thing, yeah. like the love that people have for arguably one of the greatest front men of all fucking time. And I, it's fucking hilarious because I still watch all of that shit. I somehow today went down this rabbit hole on YouTube and I vaguely remember this contest, but MTV had a contest. Uh, you win a lost weekend with Van Halen. Oh yeah. I love that. That little 15 minute thing on that guy. You saw that? Yeah. It's great. Right. Just to give people the backstory it was 1984. Yeah. The height of the band, the commercial success and all of that shit. Um, they're going on tour, and who who knew this is the last time the four original guys they still haven't played since that tour. Yeah, they did. Oh no, that's right, because Mike Anthony wasn't. Uh, yeah. yeah, I forgot it was his son. You're right. So it's that's- never been that. So you figure if that tour wrapped up in '85, 
Like they have not, all four of them have not been on, on stage together in 35 fucking years. How sad is that? Such a great band. So anyway, they, they, MTV had a thing. <clears throat> they said back when they played music, they said, you know, submit a postcard and you, yeah. could, you could go on tour for a weekend, hang out with Van Halen. Yeah. So this kid wins it. I'll, I'll put a clip out there. I'll, I'll send a link, I should say, uh, for people listening to this. And, you know, I thought it was going to be like, the, yeah, he had some T-shirts and some buttons and fucking, you know, little group photo and whatever. They didn't. They, like, fucking partied with this kid. Oh, my God, They man. got him fucked Oh, they got him up. loaded. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It was a real lost weekend, man. Well, what's funny is you read all the comments in YouTube. On, on the YouTube page, it's just you just couldn't you couldn't do it. And the liability, the oh. cell phone cameras, everybody like all of these fucking kids. It's a what's cool about the cell phone cameras is if anything fucking happens, somebody's got video on it. Yeah, we're like, oh my god, I saw this bear fucking you know mauled a fucking guy collecting trash, and then you're like, where's the video? The video somehow shows up, right? Yeah. So that part's cool. I mean, granted, the guy probably would die in that scenario, but whatever. But like. The thing that you pay for is that there's no, there's no back history on that stuff. Well, there's you know? no, there's no like, um, none of just, those guys hey, are losing their jobs. You know? Yeah, you know what I mean. But I can't. What what is the word? Like you could just you canceled could, culture. No, but you could like sort of exist without everybody knowing what the fuck you were doing yeah, the all mystique, the time. The mystique was huge back then, right? Yeah, people they would people would have to like describe. So what happened? Where were you? Blah blah blah, and all of this fucking shit. Now, if somebody won that thing, they'd spend half the weekend videotaping. Yeah. What their experience, oh, videotape, whatever, fucking just whatever. selfies. Yeah, they, they wouldn't even realize what they were doing because they would have the thing on the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not shitting on young people no. too because I would be doing that too. Uh, absolutely, I can't imagine some of the footage I would have heard of oh. shit that I didn't really fully experience. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that one they did where they gave away uh, John Cur- the uh, Little Pink Houses. MTV gave away yeah. a house. They had crazy contests back Damn, then. Yeah, we're going to paint the mother pink. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, because yep. he had that song, Little Pink House, yeah. for you and me. Yeah. So then they gave away a Little Pink House in, like, fucking Indiana. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. They they had some really... That was such a great channel. Like, I'm... I'm I don't know, it's a shame what happened to it. And it didn't take long. By the end of the 80s, it was already fucked. Yeah, Do you was... know why that came about? Why they stopped playing all the videos and all that shit? Oh, no. Because they couldn't... It was like a ratings thing. The way I heard it was like, because they'd play this video, then five minutes later they'd play that video. And people, if they didn't like the song, they were changing the channel. So they couldn't get an accurate read of how, you know. Ratings. Yeah, like because it, it wasn't like a TV show. They just play it. But it's weird because they can do it with radio. That was the excuse I remember hearing. Right. So what they did was then they had like the TV real show. World. Yeah, they had like a TV shows and shit. And they had like game shows and yeah. uh who the fuck it? Jay Moore did one early on, and uh, Chris Hardwick did one, like hosts. Wow, back then. Oh, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. They were hosts. Uh, Chris Hardwick did one with uh, Jenny McCarthy. I think once that real world hit, that became the blueprint of reality TV for, the, for all the way to now. Once they had Puck, that guy Puck, and he was a lunatic. and it was He was the first guy that showed that if you're the biggest like annoying person on a reality show that you're going to be the star and people are going to tune in to watch and and it equals ratings and everything. You know, it's funny you brought that shit up because 
was at breakfast this morning with my lovely wife, and um, she gave me the sports section. They had this whole fucking thing on all the top women athletes out there. And sad to say, like I, I, I only knew I knew the gymnast. Yeah, but I, I don't can't remember her name. I've seen her on a bunch of things. She's like the greatest gymnast ever. I should know her fucking name. I, I'm busy, whatever. But I didn't know her. I obviously knew Serena Williams. And then there was all of these other people. There was a couple figure skaters that I knew. So the reoccurring thing was in the article was how they don't support women's sports the way they do the men's sport and blah, 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 blah. And I saw this thing where I think it was the female soccer players were suing some sort of soccer organization to pay as much attention to them as they are the guys. And I got in this big fucking discussion with my wife going, that's not how business works. Like, I know it comes off as sexist. Right. And not saying there isn't sexism out there, but there's all kinds of shit out there. You know, how it works is if you're making money. That's it. If you got a draw. If you're making fucking money they're gonna swoop in and try like when we first started doing podcasts nobody gave a fuck yeah and all of a sudden we started making money and then all these business guys came in and they started fucking throwing advertising and all of that shit in there as a stand-up comedian right my journey i was not the guy yeah so what i had to do was just fucking keep slamming against the fucking wall until I broke through, and I remember seeing, like, uh, the Kings of Comedy, right? Yeah. Bernie Mac, D.L. Hughley, Steve Harvey, and uh, who am I missing there? Uh, the fuck? Who's the fourth? Uh, what's his name? Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, D.L. Hughley, and uh, Cedric, Cedric, the entertainer, the entertainer, right? Yep. White Hollywood was not fucking with them. So they were like, fuck it. Let's all do a fucking tour together. We'll go to our own markets, right? Fuck white people. We don't fucking need them. I'm not saying they said that, but you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they started selling out arenas and White Hollywood's like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies. The fucking the Rednecks, the Redneck yeah. Tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah all the collar. fucking the Hollywood elitists out here. That's a, fl- that's a flyover state. I don't give a shit about you and your Second Amendment. You're probably banging your sister how they look at fucking Rednecks, right? Yeah. Then they all got together, you know. Arenas started doing arenas and then they all got their own fucking shows. Yeah. So to fucking the way to do it's the way to get something is not to fucking complain because there's always something to complain about. Yeah. The way to do it is to just get your fan base going. Yeah. And this is the thing like what I don't understand. Okay. I wish there was a woman on this podcast right now. Right. That could chime in because I don't get the way they're trying to go about getting what they should get because I believe in all of that shit. Yeah. Okay. Everybody should have a fucking at bat, right? So they're sitting there bitching. That's like a big fucking thing right now. But guys make more in sports and blah, 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 blah. And they act like they're catering to men. All right. And just they're completely ignoring CTE and all of the fucking damage that happens to these guys and how the owners don't give a fuck, and you're just a complete, it's a fucking piece of meat, right? And the only reason why they're paying you that money is because they're making way more, more money off of you. This fucking bullshit, like, women should be, like, the WNBA, those games should be fucking packed. Yeah. With women with their face painted, swinging their bras over their head, acting like fucking lunatics. If they did that, 
the industry would be like, they would be like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is like a fucking thing, but they don't. Yeah. Where are they? I don't know. They're watching the fucking Kardashians and look at her. Yeah, huge. She fucking goes, hey, I tried out this eye cream today. She gets six figures for tweeting. Yeah. Because that's where they are. Yeah. And they're fucking sitting there wasting their fucking time. We're going to sue this and blah, 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 blah. The biggest fucking thing, they should be supporting each other rather than trying to become a ref in the NFL. Who gives a fuck? You're still working for guys. Because right now, like, as far as like a guy, if you wanted to start your own sports league, it's fucking over. You can't do it. It's too established. But with women... To do like an AFL type thing or an ABA thing is fucking wide open. Yeah, yeah. So what they should do is get their money together, start their own fucking women's hockey league, and then women should go out and fucking support it, and then it'll become this thing, and then the NHL eventually will be like, hey, man, we want to buy in. Oh, yeah. And And then you you make your money. you got all the power. Yeah. Yeah. You don't so, fucking sit there and like, that would be like, uh, you know, back in the day when no one wanted me, I'd be like, you know, there's a lot of balding redheaded males out there who could actually act if you gave them a chance, man. Like, how far would I get? Yeah. How, how much longer? We're, su- we're going to sue the improvs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sue the improvs because. Yeah. Us redheads. Because you're not, you're not going to fucking book me as a headliner before I'm going to draw. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I that's know. the thing about the. Those those sports and shit. It's just like, well, it's as like much the, as they are, they are getting fucked and all that stuff. But it's just like that's not the way to go about it. Like the WNBA game should be packed with women. Yeah, fucking packed, and they should be going fucking nuts and buying merch and having jerseys. The same way meathead guys like me, yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason why they need to get some rivalries going. They need to legit hate another fucking female team. So it becomes Celtics, Lakers, Pistons, Bulls, whatever the fuck you want. You got you to gotta have it. I don't know, man. Yeah. Maybe that's it. There's no rivalry between the, the teams. Because you, you do have to have that. You have to have that full rivalry, right? Like, that's my team. Dude, I was reading this whole thing on, like, the NBA, right? Yeah. And what they had to do to sell the game. Like, Bill Russell and those guys, back in the day, when there was, like, eight teams, they, my, I, I just had Don Gavin on my podcast. He used to go and watch Bill Russell, Red Auerbach, coaching, all of that shit, and it, to play for a championship in a half-filled Boston Garden. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, because no one knew about the league, nobody gave a fuck. So what these guys would do during the off-season is they would play basically, like, in soccer or friendly, where it didn't mean anything. They would go fly down to the south to try and sell the product. That's of, crazy, of, of right? Pro basketball. Check so, out basketball. Yeah, That's professional wild. basketball, yeah. and like you know, the same way the NFL, like college bas- uh, college football, was way bigger than the NFL. All of them had to sell it, and because of what they did, the kids now come along, and they're making. And like as a man, you can make all this if you're good enough. Can make all this money in all these leagues because of the sacrifices these other guys made. So the women now have to do that. Yeah. Get out there and just sell the Sell the, the fucking game, yeah. and then they got to put out a product that's going to make women go down there and watch that shit instead of the fucking Real Housewives and the Kardashians. Yeah. You got to fill, fill a venue. Yeah. Kings of Comedy did it. Yeah. The fucking the, the, uh, uh, the Redneck Tour, what the fuck was it called? Yeah, Blue Collars of Comedy. Blue Collar yeah. of Comedy. Yeah. They fucking did it. That's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm just yeah. trying to build my own thing. No one's touching me. 
So I'm yeah. like, fuck it, I got to build my own thing, you know? That's, it's, it's, I just keep doing it and doing it. But the it. thing about the, when you in that mindset, yeah, okay, then you have power. Yeah. Because then you, you still have control of it. If you're going to just sit there and be like, oh, you can't do this because of this, you can't do that because of that, and then these fucking people are blah, 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 blah. It's just like, yeah, all of that's going on. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Nothing, remember- nothing you can fucking do about it. You just fucking put your head down and sell what the fuck. Yeah. Fuck you're doing. That's it, man. And I got to tell you, though, those fucking people, though, who are the guy that they're looking for, the good looking people and all that, yeah. they, there's shelf life. They're, they're like fucking organic food, you it, know? It expires. Yeah, by man. the time you get home, it's already starting yeah, to go yeah, bad. They're like yeah. those fucking strawberries. They yeah. all start shriveling up. So, anyway, so I found the whole thing like, like interesting. And I was sitting there going, like, why are these athletes this fucking good? And I don't know who they are. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. part of it's because I have a kid and all that other and other shit, but like, a lot of it is like, you know, as much as okay, ESPN, oh, they're sexist. They they mainly show guy sports. Well, it, that's where the money's at. Yeah, that's, that's where all the they care fucking about. Money is at. They don't care about anything else. They don't. The money. They, they don't. don't give a fuck. Not at all. They don't give. Do you Not think they give a shit that the NBA has sold this their soul to the super team? Yeah. No, no. If I see one more fucking asshole in the NBA going, yeah, we're still a couple pieces away. It's like, how many fucking good guys from another team do you need? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. It all started with the dream team in the Olympics, you know? They put that together. They mowed over everybody. And then the NBA was like, hey, man, if we do a dream team, people are going to follow that team for- My theories is, is because the league almost bankrupted. Yeah. In the late, what happened in the 70s, was the ABA came and took half their stars. And then the league also went from being predominantly white to predominantly black. And there was all these older white people like, ah, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Dr. J, why wouldn't you want to watch that? The best. I don't know. Dr. Yeah. J, man, the so, best. And then cocaine came out. Yeah. And then there was a bunch of players on that stuff. And it was just a bad, they, they were in this transition where it went from like 80% white guys to like 80% black guys. And then cocaine was involved as far as like when cocaine first came out, they were saying that it was no more addictive than caffeine. Oh yeah. And it was like this elitist fucking drug and it took all of these people down. So the league was, they had drug problems. They had, they had fucking old racist people fucking not liking the shit. So they went a bad way. And then it just so happened. Luck of the draw bird goes to Boston um, magic goes to the Lakers, and then you had the '80s. Yeah, yeah. You and, got you got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, you got these cool marquee players. I mean, I was so into but, that. Ab, but the Lakers were those were all fucking draft picks, other yeah. than Kareem. Right, and right. We, we were right. all and 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 then also shrewd uh, trades. Yeah, and that's what the Lakers are doing, and that's what the Celtics did, and then we just. Old school way, there was these two super teams, and then the ratings were through the fucking roof. And then as they started to fade, Jordan, the Pistons, and then Jordan came along, yeah. and they had like this 15-year, I feel like 20-year windfall. And they were like, that became like their product, and they just wanted it to keep going. So then I think then that's when you got the Kobe, Shaq, Phil Jackson, Lakers, yeah. Then you got the LeBron fucking yeah the Boston Big Three yeah yeah we went from last we went yeah. from last place to winning the championship in a year it was ridiculous had the Big Three then the Heat yeah then Golden State. Golden State yeah and now look at the Lakers you know with their their Big Three and it's just kind of like 
I don't know. Yeah, a lot of things happen too. Sneaker culture. But I'm saying ESPN yeah. should be going, the fuck happened to this league? Yeah. yeah. You know, when Jordan lost to the Pistons, he didn't join the Pistons. Yeah. He fucking lifted weights and fucking, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He beat him. We're going to get him. We're going to get yeah. him. It became a challenge. Yeah, I don't, I don't, they don't give a fuck. They give a shit about money. So going back to that female, like, athletic, athletic, and all that type of shit. There's absolutely sexism. There's absolutely shit that isn't fair. But at the end of the fucking day, the golden ticket is money. Yeah. And ticket sales. And you have to go out there and fucking put your head down and do what all these other fucking men's leagues did back in the day when they almost fold. They all almost folded. Yeah. The yeah. fucking, uh, during the depression, the NHL lost half of their fucking teams. That's why you had the original six. They were really the surviving six. Right. Yeah. NASCAR's so, about to fold, man. Yeah, NASCAR's going through that, some shit. That's going through some shit, man. Yeah, and that was from the fucking bankers is what fucked them over. Because they had, you know, working class people yeah. would come out, and then the, uh, the fucking couple things happened. They, they kind of had a little drought in stars. It happens. Yeah, yeah, they did do that. Yeah, so they had a little drought in that, and then also 2008 uh, banking scandal left so many people upside down in their fucking houses. yeah. Fannie Mae, all that stuff. Oh, and then the piece of shit moves that those fucking banks did to force people. The worst thing ever. I told you, you know, my fucking house, right? When the roof yeah. collapsed with the water came in and all of that shit. When I got my insurance money, it was made out to me and the bank that owned my mortgage. And I had to sign the money over to them. It's like, wait, this is my money. Yeah, yeah, my roof. Yeah, and it's my fucking money. Well, this is what they did. They had fucked so many people over so bad on their houses that when, when people were getting insurance claims, like their house was never going to be worth more than what they owed. So they said, fuck it. And they went out and bought a car, had a keg party or whatever. Yeah. And then what happens, they default on the fucking loan and then the bank would get it back and they had to fix the house. The, right. The roof. Know, the roof yeah, or something like that. Yeah, they just walk on it. So what they did then was they came up with this fucking thing. They just pushed through. Politicians always push it through because they're grossly underpaid, set up to be bribed by insurance companies, pharmaceutical companies and all that bullshit. They pushed the fucking thing through. They, then your insurance company went to them. And then, they, and then they, they were doing inspections to make sure the work was actually fucking being done. So they would s slowly release the fucking money. I was so fucking pissed. I was sitting there going like, my checkbook is balanced. Who the fuck are you to sit there? Yeah. And here's the thing. I had a guy write in and was saying like, I hate when you say that politicians are fucking underpaid. And he goes, this is the average salary you know, of a politician. This is the average salary as the average working person. It's like, well, the average working person isn't running a town. Yeah. Isn't yeah. running the country. Yeah. Yeah. You should make more money. Yeah. Than the average fucking guy bagging groceries at a fucking Trader Joe's. Yeah. And the amount of shit they got to go through to get there. Oh, that's nuts. Especially now where they just dig into your past and everything. Your well, whole family's out there. I know. And here's the thing too. I, I actually think, you know, if you gave politicians fuck you money, then it would, it would still just attract bad people that's why i i just love people that have a problem with fucking bernie sanders the the fucking shit that that guy says he said the other day he was talking about fucking health care yeah and he was uh, i'm gonna butcher it he said something like like every single day uh, like, uh, like whatever like every year all of these americans lose their jobs and go bankrupt and what is their crime he goes they got cancer 
<sighs> and he goes, and unless this party is going to, and he goes, they, they, like 500,000 people lost all of this money because they got cancer and the jobs and all this type of stuff. And then was saying that the healthcare industry made $12 billion last year. He goes, unless we as a party are going to stand up to that, you know, then basically what the fuck are we? He had like the fucking balls to say that. I'm yeah. just trying to wrap my head around somebody listening to that who's fighting for fucking people with, with cancer. And then you're looking at a guy who just hugged and kissed a flag and said, I love you. Yeah, Did you see yeah, that latest one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All I care about is anyone that talks about healthcare. Cause like in the last couple of years I've had like health problems and I'm like, I got to listen to this guy. You know, I like, just want somebody who actually has the balls to, to, to stand up to, to pharmaceutical companies, to fucking insurance companies. Yeah. Because they're fucking everybody over. And here's the thing, dude. You know what's, what's fucked up about me politically is I grew up uh, in a conservative house. So I still have a lot of that in me. Yeah. I'm definitely liberal, but I have a lot of that. And I, I like a lot of Republican candidates. Yeah. Okay? It's Chris Rock thing, remember? I'm half Republican. I'm half Democrat. Yeah, on, but you definitely lean, lean to a side. But if I lean yeah. to a side, I definitely lean liberal. Without yeah, yeah, a doubt, of course. Right? But um, I, I just, my fucking thing is, I, I just don't want another fucking company man. Yeah. Okay? And I think that that's what happened the last, the last time out, was you had one guy who was not a company man, and then you had Hillary who was a company man, and which was just, they were offering more of the same versus somebody who was... Somebody yeah. was responding to the anger that was out there. I just do, you know, and just as for an entertainment value, I just want to see a Trump Bernie Sanders debate. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. If this yeah. country's really just going to go down the shitter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, that's the one I want to see. That it's going to be great. And then, and then some great spoofs on it too on SNL where they're just spoofing it the whole time. I know. It's, uh -huh. uh, I don't know. It's, it's a fucking, it's a crazy thing. It's a crazy thing. So what, whatever. I just hope. Uh, somebody competent. I don't give a fuck Democrat or Republican. Yeah. Just somebody competent that gives a fuck about people and well, this you're country like, and that type of shit. And like, like, dude, how fucked up is it that we have to drink bottled water? You ever think about that? Oh, they allowed these corporations to just completely pollute our fucking waters. That's something ISIS wants to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah they let people just fucking create a fucking drug epidemic. Yeah, man. Not telling people how addictive this shit is. That's eh, fine. The fucking bankers fuck everybody over. And then, you know, I have a hole in my roof and then they take my insurance money and make sure I put it. It's just like, yeah, it's, nobody on either side. That's why I don't watch CNN or, or, or Fox. You know, what's fucking hilarious is um, I got a buddy of mine, you know, that coronavirus and shit, they're scaring the shit out of people with yeah, that, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's, like that's gonna that that's what's gonna take us out, right? So, yeah. you know. But he kind of bought into it a little bit, so he bought some groceries and shit. So he called up his folks home back home, and all they do is watch Fox News. Oh no! So he called them up, and the, his dad just went off saying it was all a fucking hoax uh, started by the Democrats to try to take out Trump. And it's just like <laughs> that was hilarious. It was just like, and I was saying to him, I was going, dude, that's why you can't watch those channels. No, because. I which I would love is is if you called up someone who all they do is watch CNN. Like, what are they saying now? Yeah, you know, because yeah. they're just as fucking bad. It's fucking crazy. 
They're yeah, fucking crazy, dude. It, it's insane. Like, I, I was at the airport yesterday. People are, people are going crazy, actually. They're actually crazy people at the airport. I'm yeah. kind of loving it, though, because yeah, there's, people there's, overreacting. So, like, there's nobody on the roads. There's, that, there's I just barely said anybody that. flying. I said there's great parking. I was at the improv a couple nights ago, and I go, God, this coronavirus is great. Look at the parking. Yeah. It's awesome. Parking is great. And I love when I see people who go, oh, fucking going nuts with the masks and shit. Yeah, yeah. I love it, because for yeah. all I know, they got it. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Quarantine yourself. I love it. I love yeah. people doing all of that shit. I was supposed to go to South by Southwest. To do the premiere of uh, King of Staten Island, the yeah. uh, Judd Apatow, Pete Davidson movie, and that just got canceled. So um, that would have been fun to get together with the cast. So hopefully we're going to be able to get to do that. But um, You'll know. have to do it in a bubble. Like that old John Travolta film, Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Well, Here it we kind of seems if you, if you keep, you know, you're taking vitamin C and you keep yourself... yeah. Like healthy, you know, it, that you can either ride it out or you're not going to get it. Yeah, I know. Um, they said more people died from the flu last year, and no one talks about that, you know? Well, because the flu, you can get a flu shot and everything. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it, they're doing the right thing. Oh, yeah. Now, but I mean, with, with like news agencies, like news channels, like fucking scaring the shit out of people, and then, then, then they once they've done that, then they come back. I'm like, uh, are people overreacting? It's just like, oh, you mean from the information that you've been fucking spewing out? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fear you give us all day long. We've got another one here. I know. LAX. Hey, I got. I got to read. Uh, I got to read some uh, some advertising here. All right, really quickly. Then we'll get back to this. Yeah, uh, dude. I cannot fucking wait. I've been practicing the drums and all that shit. Oh, I've been practicing, man. That's a fucking tricky song, man. Yeah, which ones are you playing? I'm playing the Jack and then Problem Child. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, somebody, before you read the ad, I, I was at uh, Austin last night, uh-huh. and this guy said to me, he goes, he was a fan of the podcast, and he goes, you excited for Tuesday? I mean, like, this is your thing, right? And I go, I said, hey, man, you know what fucking excites me? I, I did this, you know? For me, it's Bill and Marin. Because those guys, the excitement they get is the excitement I get when I open for you guys. You know, it's the, the excitement I have is after it's over. Yeah, I know. I didn't yeah. fuck it up too bad. Yeah, and I can actually enjoy it. But you know what I'm saying? That's my thing of like, it's the only thing I can really give back to you guys as far as like from opening for you guys and learning from you. So it's the equivalent. Hey, did Marin buy that guitar, by the way? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, he sounded so good on that. I said, you. Dean posted this thing of Marin just trying out this guitar. He think I can really play, man. Yeah, well, he plays every. He loves it. Yeah, he can really. He play. loves playing. Like I love comedy now, you know. So he, like he's talking about playing. I'm like, cool, man. Hey, that one joke, yeah, you know what I mean? It's so funny. <laughs> oh, he's in a big movie coming up. Yeah, he is. What is he in? I saw a clip. Uh... He's in a Mark Wahlberg one that came out Friday. Uh-huh. Um, it's on Netflix right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then his special's out tomorrow Good on deal. Netflix. Bang, yeah. Bang. I'm going to watch that, man. Wahlberg always makes good movies. Yeah. All right. Oh, Max. Oh, Max. Oh, Max. Living with chronic pain is the worst. Many of my listeners probably have some type of pain that has prevented them from relaxing and sleeping or stopped them from exercising. Uh, Perhaps it's been ongoing for a few weeks now and hasn't improved with any of the treatments they've tried. Um, Oh, Max Health. 
Oh, I say podcast host to provide experience of recent pain. Oh, my fucking shoulder. Um, my left shoulder. Uh, <laughs> enter Omax Health. If you're looking to get uh, rid of a nagging muscle and joint pain immediately while providing long-lasting recovery, then you need to try the natural breakthrough pain relief solution, cryo-free CBD roll-on developed by Omax Health. I should use that on my fucking hand. I bet that's work because I remember you, you used it on yours when you, you were... From all those years, you work in the clutch there on yeah. your, uh, your motorcycle. This is a non-prescription triple action pain relief roll-on, especially spe- formulated to block pain receptors, reduce inflammation, and improve muscle and joint flexibility. So it doesn't just numb it. Uh, the best part is this 100% natural CBD-powered remedy works its magic within 10 minutes of application and release, l- relief lasts up to eight hours, much longer than over-the-counter products. Uh, Omax Health is offering my listeners 20% off a full bottle of cryo-free CBD pain relief roll-on plus free shipping. This discount also applies towards any product site-wide. Just go to Omax Health, O-M-A-X Health.com today and enter the promo code BURR, B-U-R-R, that's O-M-A-X Health.com and enter the code BURR to get 20% off cryo-freeze and site-wide. Is this it? No, it just keeps going. Like that felt like the end. Anyone from athletes to grandma Josie can benefit from this immediate pain relief. You have we know, we know it fucking works. Cryofree works within 10 minutes of application, improving physical training, recovering, and performance. So go to omaxhealth.com, enter the promo code BIRD to get 20% off Cryofree's and site wide. All right. Helix. Helix. This is the last one here. Um, all right, here's my Helix ad. I'm hi, I'm Bill Burr. Oh, this is I like when they try to get into my voice here. <laughs> hi, I'm Bill Burr. I'm a really unique guy. That's why you like my podcast or <laughs> don't like it. I don't care. This is like who they think I am. Like, I don't care. I care. I care what people think about me. I wouldn't be in this business. Look at me. I'm on stage. Do you approve? Anyways, but I'm truly one of a kind, evidently, which is why I sleep on a mattress designed specifically for me, and you can too. Um, Next, please mention all the talking points below. I've told these people a zillion times. If they write it, I'm going to read it. All right. Helix Sleep. Helix uh, built a sleep quiz that takes two minutes to complete, and they use the answers to match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. If you like a mattress that's really soft or firm, you sleep on your side or your back or your stomach, or you sleep really hot, gross. With Helix, there's a specific mattress for each and everybody's unique tastes. Um, like me. What, what about Bill Burr is like our product? That's what they did with this thing. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Burr. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Uh, like me. I guess I'll I put people to sleep. Helix Sleep was award, even awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired Magazine. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up if you don't like it. That's pretty nice and gross. Uh, right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off mattress orders for our listeners. Get up to $200 off Helix, helixsleep.com slash burr, H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash burr. Get the best mattress you could ever fucking sleep on. All right, there we go. Oh, congratulations to Joe Roberts, the first American in MotoGP to be on the pole 
in like 10 years. Wow. MotoGP2. So he's one level below. Oh, I got you. He, he rode a great race. Um, you know, not, didn't have the best start. It was immediately in third place, but then worked his way up to second for brief second. Did lead the race, but this, this uh, Japanese kid, hope I say this right, Tetsuta Nagashima. Dude, he was like in eighth place. Just worked his way up through the pack. Oh, man. Was consistently having the fastest lap. So when he finally got out front, nobody could catch him. And it was the first time, I believe, a Japanese rider has, has stood, uh, won a race since uh, in 10 years. And that last guy, I think he, I think he died. I'm new to the sport, but I believe he died later on that year. So it was a very emotional thing. It was a great race to see. I don't know what happened with the MotoGP race. I wasn't able to find it. I slept through it, but I go to the website, so I don't know who won that one. Mark Marquez or whatever is my guess. Um, all right. So, Dean, I gotta, we got some questions here. You want to run through these fucking things? Yeah. People write in and all shit. I kind of got involved with the flat earth people. Oh, what, what's, you, you what's your feeling? There? What's your feeling, man? Is it round or is it flat? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I just laugh at that shit, man. It's, it's, so let me ask you, so yeah. do flat earthers, do they think the moon's also flat, or do they think that that's round? Or do they think they're looking at, like, a cookie? You I know, think if, they're if looking look, at a platter up there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's dual platters. So then, like... I don't know, man. I just, I, it's so weird how something like that just comes out of nowhere. That's, like, a couple years old now. Came out of nowhere. They're like... The earth is flat. I thought it was like a sketch or something. Yeah. I'm looking for it. And then I just start laughing. I, like, well, my thing is what the end game. Yeah. I understand, you know, conspiracies on like, uh, you know, bankers. Yeah. Kennedy foreign assassination. Policy, assassination of, of powerful people or people like they think are going to be powerful. I get all of that. What the fuck? What is the end game? And then the amount of fucking people. Yeah. That How do they would, get that, them on board? You would have to get on board. Oh, it's crazy, right? And, and also, why do they think that we would be hiding that from them? You know what I'm saying? Well, how about every fucking jerk-off who sails their dreams to sail around the world, and then they go do it? Yeah. I know, you know, a guy I flew with in Vancouver flew a fucking helicopter around the world. Now, what do they do to stop him from doing that? Doesn't he fly off the fucking edge and come back and have a look on his face? I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, motive for telling people the earth is round. All right, here we go. Like, you can't believe, like, this, his people, this is like a real fucking thing. Listen to this shit. All right, this is the motive. Why you would tell people, that, okay, hey, hey, Billy Blue Button Up, wanted to tell you my opinion on what the motive of telling people the earth is round is. I, like you, understand that the only reason we know the earth is round is because we were told that. Oh, I was joking about that. Like, oh. the only reason why I know it's round is because somebody told me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't figure it out. Uh, most people just call me a fucking idiot like they're uh, Nikolai Tesla or something. The motive for this, of course, is money. The first movie made about space was a trip to the moon. It was made in 1902 by a dude named Georges. Don't worry, neither of us can pronounce his last name. Uh, after that movie killed way back in the day, they started making space movies left and right. Space and the thought of going to space has been in the back of our minds for over a hundred years. It spawned countless cash cows like Star Wars, Star Trek, and even MTV's most iconic marketing gimmick was the astronaut 
pitting the MTV flag on the moon. I don't know where he's going with this. So it would be very easy to get those people on board with being the first country to fly to the moon. Getting all these people wrapped up in the idea of space would be a good way of getting them to agree to pour their tax money into your space program. And if you think about it, billions, he'll probably, hell, probably trillions of American tax dollars have gone to NASA. And all they would have to do is get us to give them our money is to show us some pictures of the moon from close up and the earth from far away. And then from about the 60s on, I don't know what we're going with this, <laughs> we poured our money into the space program. Money would be the motive, Bill. I believe in flat earth, but I also don't know the earth is flat. And I'm not going to tell you it is, but this is my opinion. I also used to try to tell everybody that the earth is flat and argue with them for hours, but we both know that the shape of the earth is not important. What's important is saving it and making it a healthy place for our kid, regardless if it's flat, round, or donut shape. Take care, Bill. Oh, and let's go blues. Um, St. Louis that, blues are looking good. Yeah, I love it's that just theory. Like, they so basically the, wanted to get tax dollars, so they showed a photo of a round earth. Yeah, but what they don't talk about is how way back in the day, we thought it was flat, yeah. And then this guy comes out, he says, no, it's round, and then they kill him. Yeah. And then we, we also thought we were the center of the fucking universe or the solar system. Then they realized it was the sun. They thought the sun went around us. We were around the fucking sun. You know, all of this shit has been, like, proven. I, I, I don't get so it. So because of the American space program, the entire world's leaders have agreed to lie and scientists that the fucking thing is round. Yeah, all of them. This is one of the this is one of the worst conspiracy. I love a conspiracy theory. So do I. This is one of the worst ones ever. Yeah. It's like going back. We're going back in time. I think it's just people like to be right. It's like there's a certain level of contrarian here. Yeah. And then wanting to be right. Well, that's the whole what's going well, on with the election. Well, my fucking thing is, is why doesn't a flat earther just go to the fucking edge of the earth? And take a picture like they're on Niagara Falls. Yeah, yeah, a selfie on the edge. How doesn't the water from the ocean pour over the side? Somebody was joking, said it's like they think it's a giant infinity pool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, flat earth answers. Dude, and I will go with any fucking conspiracy theory. Well, not any, but like, Jesus, this is like, this isn't, this is not even, it's not rooted in anything other than just being a contrarian. Okay. Hey, Bill, you asked about the flat earth and why they would lie about it. That's a good question that everyone who looks into it, into this asks. The answer is money. The taxpayers have given NASA billions. Oh, we got another one? Same one? Yeah, but my thing is, is evidently like 500 fucking years ago, they knew NASA was coming. So that's yeah. why they started saying it was round. Well, he said they made the movie in 1902. The NASA first billions movie. or even trillions of dollars over the years to get some shitty-ass space videos in return, and it gets deeper than that. I didn't know we were deep. <laughs> There's a video you should watch called The History of Flat Earth. I will definitely watch this. If the link doesn't work, go to Eric Dubay's channel, and in the search bar, search The History of Flat Earth. It's easy to prove the Earth is flat and stationary, like how the North Star never moves. 
Well, what about the rest of the stars? That's why it's the North Star, because it's yeah. not fucking... That's the one you're looking at. Yeah. They're all spinning around that. So that's what you use to guide yourself. That's your pinpoint. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? So if you fucking put a... If you color... If you were looking down on a merry-go-round... Yeah. And you just painted the middle red, and the rest of it was all these crazy colors, you would ignore all those other colors moving and just look at that red dot going... See, it's not moving. Yeah. That's hilarious. Anyways, if this link doesn't work, go to Eric. This is just a bunch of people who are not eggheads trying to figure out egghead shit. All right. I don't understand half of this. I would love to listen to Joe Rogan argue this. The history of flat earth. It is easy to prove the earth is flat. The North Star never moves. Or we can see way further than should be possible on a globe. Oh, my God. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And many others. Can we... How far are you supposed to see on a globe? I bet you didn't know that to this day, there's never been a successful experiment to prove the Earth has curvature or is moving. I, I did not know that. I thought there was plenty of evidence. Please, please watch this video. I know you're a busy guy, but it will explain the subject to you correctly and without the bullshit. All right, well, I got to watch it then. Yeah. It's called The History of Flat Earth. What's that on YouTube? Yeah, they've been lying about the Earth being round for hundreds of years because they knew NASA was coming. Yeah, NASA People lied money. about it who were going to die hundreds of years before NASA came along. That's hilarious, man. Uh, listen, if you want to say we never went to the moon and shit like yeah. that, like, because I don't get how you land and then you get the fucking thing going again. How yeah, do you start it back up? That's a classic one. You know, they, they said that uh, uh, Stanley Kubrick shot the film. He shot the footage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, on a Hollywood back lot. I don't, I don't understand. Why doesn't NASA just take a picture of the fucking car and shit they left behind there? Yeah. Why don't they just do that? There it is. It's right fucking there where we left it. There's the shit. 50 fucking years ago. Um, I have no fucking idea. All right. Paris Accords. Paris Accords. Is this like a Honda Accord? Um, all right. I want to talk a little bit about how terrible the Paris Agreement really was with the idea in mind that maybe there is some controversy to the effect and cause of global warming. For starters, over a 20-year period, the Paris Accord was estimated to cost the United States some $2.5 trillion. In what? Doing the right thing? The entirety of the U.S. yearly budget is $3.8 trillion, so essentially we would lose 10% of our net budget every year for this agreement. So what? So we could have a clean earth that our children and our children's children could live on? You're going to skimp on this, but you're, are you okay with never-ending wars that don't really have an exit strategy? <laughs> um, that money has to come from somewhere, so either taxes are going up or social spending is getting cut because the military definitely isn't paying for it. I love how people are putting money ahead of, of fucking being able to live here. Oh, yeah, that, that, that blows my mind. Yeah, who gives this a clean fuck? clean earth. You know, like, like that opening the uh, drilling in national parks and stuff. Like, what are, you, what are you talking about? You know, like just coal, bringing coal back, you know? All right, and I'm not saying that the Paris Accord wasn't flawed. All right, uh, but you also have a guy who's, who is in power saying that the whole thing is a hoax. 
which is fucking scary. All right. So we, am I really going to read all of this shit? Because the guy's, he's not, he's, listen, listen to this sentence. Second, the Paris Accord was set up to collect over $100 billion per year into green energy funds to promote green energy. This is a bullshit term that I despise, but I won't get into it. All right. Well, then, okay. So then what, so you're just going to kind of skim over your argument? It sounds wonderful in principle, but in fact, the people in charge of the commission We'll have final say over where that money ends up. I'd bet both my testicles, if this thing continues into the future, the people getting the money will just happen to be the people related to or direct responsible for the politicians that proposed it. Why not just cut out the middleman and fork over the 10% of my paycheck to politicians in questions? Seems like a lot of hoops to jump through for what will obviously end in corruption. Well, everything's going to end in corruption. At least they're trying to do something. Uh, third, the accord is, is set to cut the emission of Western nations by about 20%, considering that these countries only ac- account for 21%, with the United States producing 14% itself of the total world greenhouse gas emission. That means that they would have a net effect of cutting global emissions by roughly 4%. Consider- I don't know. This is like, I don't know. I, 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 okay. All right, dude. You're right. We shouldn't do anything. <laughs> we shouldn't do anything. We should, we should pull out of these fucking things. It's like no one's going to... We're literally going to sit there and argue with each other. And that's, that's how we're going out. Yeah. That's how we are going out. It is. That's how we're going out. I don't understand why we don't just embrace solar power. I don't get it either. Okay? I don't even give a fuck if it's dirtier. Yeah. Just to get us out of that bullshit in the Middle East. To get yeah. us off of oil... Yep. As much as humanly possible, because at the end of the day, you're still going to have to have gears and shit turning and metal against metal. You're going to need you're going to need a lubricant. You're yeah. going to need that. All right. And the same way with the fucking solar panels. I'm sure there's some sort of fucking generator that it goes into that also fucking needs oil, but not as much. Right. So my thing is the Middle East is like I remember there was this fucking. I always use this example. There was a store in the South Shore Plaza when I was a kid. It was called Wicks and Sticks. All they sold was candles. Yeah, wicks and sticks. So that's all they fucking sold. So basically, it was just one of those things where if, if for some fucking reason, no one, one day somebody decides like, you know what, fuck candles or some bullshit comes out with candles that there's a carcinogen yeah. or somebody burns down their fucking house. It's a terrible story. They're going out of business. They're fucked. I look at the Middle East like that. That's wicks and sticks. They sell oil. That's it. That's their baby. That finances fucking everything. It finances the terrorist groups that are coming at us. All of us. And if we just fucking embraced a different kind of fucking energy, walked away from that shit as much as we did over there. Yeah. As much as we did over there, they would forget about us within two fucking years and would be right back to fucking going after each other. The same way when Russia fucking pulled out of Eastern Europe. How long before that whole Bosnian Serb thing? I mean, who even knew that they didn't fucking like each other? I didn't. The whole time they were under, uh, they had a common enemy, Russia. When yeah. I was a kid, and then all of a sudden, they pulled out, and then all that horrific shit happened. Not saying I want that to happen in the Middle East, but I'm just saying. Yeah, get out of there. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. I don't even get the solar power thing. Like, you know, they got it out in Vegas now. Like, uh-huh. you know, they got that giant solar farm out there. And then all yeah. of downtown is run on uh, solar now. That's great. I know. It's awesome. They have so much power, they don't know what to do with it. It's just free gallons of power, you know? Isn't that amazing? It's free. Free. And we're still over there fucking with this dirty goop. 
It's crazy. And what kills me too, all these fucking years of people shitting on an electric car that it can't even go up the hill. It's they're the fastest fucking things out there. Oh yeah, I drove that the Tesla. That stupid Tesla looking car. Oh, I drove that it, dude. dumbass looking yeah. fucking. I don't, I don't know what the fuck that thing looks like. It's right? the cotton dockers of cars. Yeah. Yeah. That thing fucking rocks, man. That thing will fucking. That thing's faster than a Ferrari. Yeah. Right? And the new and the new Porsche. Oh, the electric one. Oh, Crazy. My God, 200 miles an hour. What the fuck are we doing? The problem is, is you just have like the old boys network. They're not going to let go of this. this no way. Yeah. Oil so, money. So what you got to do yeah. is you got to give solar power to the oil companies. Yeah. Well, you that's You got to give it to them. That's what so I heard they about can weed. S- still feel like they're, they're running shit and just get the fuck out of there. Yeah. It'll I, heard, be I heard that I don't on know. weed. The tobacco industry... They, they slept on the weed industry, and now they're like, well, tobacco's going to be over with one day. So they're funding to ban weed oh, so they can tobacco. get caught up. And uh-huh. then once it's, it's banned, then they go, now nah, we'll own it, and then they can be in the weed business. That's, oh, they're fighting to ban it? Yeah, like secretly funding to ban weed all the time. And, you know, Isn't that so that people will keep smoking their bullshit? No, it's so they can catch up because they know uh, cigarettes eventually are going to be out of here. There's no way, you know what I'm saying? And then cigars will never be gone. So not cigars, but Dude, cigarettes. I, tell you, I, I fucking quit cigars. Yeah, yeah. Sucks. I smoked one Tuesday when I went to a Laker game with Verzi. You did? So I've had like one in like 50. Yeah, but this weekend, you know, I went away. I had a little staycation with my lovely wife. We had yeah. a fucking great time. And it was fuck, man. I went back to this hotel that we stayed at before. Where the last time I went there with her, I got fucking plastered. Whoa. Every time. Yeah. And I was smoking cigars like I was, you know, yeah. a fucking idiot. So I went back there and it was all, all of those. I actually went into the bar and I was looking to see if they still had that bottle of Kentucky Owl that I was fucking hitting every night. And the guy goes, can I get you a drink? I said, nah, man, I'm sober. I go, I'm just fuck. What did I say? I said something. I'm just, I'm, I'm just reminiscing or something. I don't know what I'm looking at old ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> I was just checking them out or whatever. And, um, but I, you know, but I went the whole weekend and I was really fighting, you know, not smoking another cigar, but then I was just going like, all right, just think it through. What are you doing here? Why are you doing this? Are you just getting triggered because this is what you did here the last time. You just need to create new memories here of not doing this shit. And you'll be fine. I remember I, and then I woke up this morning and I was driving back to the house and I didn't do any of that shit. And I was psyched. And now I could give a fuck about having a cigar. So it's just like, I, I'm, I'm not going to fully give up cigars as right. far as like, but like, I would like to smoke like four a year at something epic. Just the a Rose primos. Bowl. Yeah. The Rose Bowl. I go to a big college game with my buddies. Uh, maybe my birthday or something like that. Or if a buddy's in town, like Verzi was in town. I really wanted to smoke a fucking cigar. I haven't drank in, since 2018. Whoa, 2018? Yeah, the end of 2018. Right, okay. So um, I was like, I got to fucking do something here, you know? Yeah. So, uh, and I just picked the smallest one that they had. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I smoked and I got down to, towards the end, I just fucking put it out and um, I don't know. We're, we're kind of getting off the topic here, but I, I, I think that, um, okay, in defense of the guy who wrote in, I don't know shit about the Paris Agreement. Yeah. Okay. So, and I'm sure 
that there's a whole bunch of information on why we should and a whole bunch of information of why we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't be in it. I don't know. Let's just say that's it. But I, I can't deal with someone who just thinks the whole fucking thing is a hoax. Let's just even say that like global warming isn't caused by us. Just in general, what the fuck we're doing to the ocean, we shouldn't be doing. Oh. And it'd be nicer to just live in a cleaner fucking world. You know, my daughter has these, these books, right? You know, that Make Way for Ducklings. Who wrote Robert uh, McCloskey or something? And what's great is the illustrations. And you just see, like, there's one book, called, it's called One Morning in Maine. And you just see when they get up, they drew, like, the kitchen and shit. And everything's just made out of wood it's made out of steel and yeah. all of this, and it's all like... No plastic. Yeah, and it's just as far as like, you know, the dad's down on the beach, he's digging for clams, okay? The girl gets like a loose tooth, you know? She's learning, you know, she's becoming a bigger girl. That's kind of what the book's about, right? She goes down there and fucking, they get the clams, he packs them in seaweed to keep them moist. They go up there and then they're going to go into town because he's got to get the groceries and he's returning the glass milk bottles, right? She goes, I'll have clam chowder ready for you when you get back. They fucking go into the stupid outboard motor doesn't start. They go in town, there's a repair guy there, needs a new spark plug, he fixes that. They get fucking ice cream and, and there's all this wildlife, there's all this shit going on. And I was kind of looking at that. Um, but granted, you could also get fucking polio back then. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's always something yeah, you got to yeah. pay for. Yeah. But I was just kind of looking at that, like how simple their life was. And I know it's just a book, but like uh, that whole thing where somehow along the line where you, you stopped getting shit repaired and it was cheaper to throw it out yeah. and get something new. Ocean is yeah, dude. That is that was a that was not a good idea. Yeah, in the short run, it was a good idea. Yeah, financially, it was a good idea. Or like these stupid fucking chargers, man, for these things. Like the fact uh. that they can't make one to just work. Yeah, I know. You know, and also like it's just going to be like they design like that. What are they called? Design obsolescence or something like that? No. no. Yeah, the line up designed obsolescence is basically you design the thing to last long enough where the person's not going to be mad and they'll still have to they'll still go out and go buy another one rather than just making yeah. the fucking thing right instead of feeling ripped off and went just amount of time. But that's like the sneakers, man. Right. Like sneakers are just you know people buy millions of sneakers every day and then they just fall apart and then they just toss them, you know, and like I get those boots from the kid. And they last, they'll last 100 years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And everything back then, you just, you wore it, and then your next family wore it, and then the next family wore it, yeah. you know? It was wild. It was just, it was, and cars, you just drove the cars. No, I'm really just looking around my house, all this shit that I've bought. Yeah. And all this stuff that I have, and all of this shit, and I'm just like, why did I do this? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm going to die someday, and somebody's going to have to deal with all of this shit. Well, that's why I've been getting rid of all my shit. I've been trying, but you can't throw it out, though. No, I don't throw it out. Yeah, I you got to give it to people. Yeah. I just sell it. But I, I'm You're selling a couple of things for me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting rid of everything. All, all of it, you know? Because it's like I had that fear when I thought I had a stroke. Uh -huh. All I kept thinking was, 
oh, all that shit in my place. People are going to have to deal with it. I swear, I had that. So when your life was flashing before you, that's what you were thinking of? I was just thinking, I was, you know what I was thinking, dude? I was thinking, a lot of loose ends right now. A lot of loose ends. You know? I got I to gotta, gotta get all my shit together. And then if something... You know what's funny? My wife is upset with me as far as my, my death package that I put together. Yeah. Because I have my fares in order. And I'm like, I'm going to be an organ donor. Yeah, yeah. And then we have to, you know... Of course. Take the parts out. Yeah, because I could literally save... Like, once you have, like, a kid or something like that, I swear to you... do that. Yeah, it's like somebody's kid. You could, like... You know, everybody out here is somebody's kid, and they love him to death. And if I'm done using my fucking shit, I to, Take that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're just going to fucking burn me up, and then that's going to be it. And yeah. she's telling me... She's like, No. Yeah, no. That's- she goes, no, you have to be fucking buried next to me. And I would just laugh. I go, I go, there's really no way out of this relationship, is there? Oh, like- <laughs> that's hilarious. You got to be right next to me, right there. Oh, man. No, but she, you know. Yeah, I get She it. means it in like a romantic way. I get but it. My, my thing is like, you know, if we're not going to do anything about the population problem, I'm not taking up a patch of fucking grass for the rest of time when yeah. I'm I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah, same here. I'm out of here. I, I'm Enjoy a, yourselves. I'm having the nightmare one where I want my friends to throw my ashes off Half Dome because I'm from Yosemite. Uh-huh. I, I go, you got to go hiking. You know, and I figured yeah. they get halfway there and they're like, hey, he's not around. Let's just toss these and go down <laughs> to the bar <laughs> down in the Awani Hotel. <laughs> yeah, like I think that you should just like... I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big believer in getting the fuck out of the way. Once you had your thing, get the fuck out of the way. You're a young person, go out to clubs, have a good time. Then you become older. Yeah. Get, stay out of the fucking clubs. That's for young people. That, it's their time. Don't yeah. be that creepy guy. Oh, yeah. I was on 6th Street around, last so. night. It was so loud. You know, Austin. Every bar. And I was like, yeah. I'm just walking to my hotel. Like, is there a side street? You know? Yeah. It was like people out there going around and drinking. And, you know, Kazoo's like, making noise. Yeah. And, I was, and then I just started filming like the old man. Quiet down. I was filming on Instagram. It's too loud out here. What are yeah, you doing? I want to be that guy. Just for comedy, you know? Hey, how many cities out there? Say you know this keep Portland weird. This keep Austin weird. Yeah. There's another one that says keep something weird. What the, I was just there. Well, it wasn't Vancouver. It was somebody I was just at. They said keep it weird. It's just like they're all jumping on that one. Yeah. It's just wasn't, a t-shirt. It was, wasn't it Portland first? I, I think it was Portland. Yeah. Portland was the first one yeah. that said they're keeping it weird. Yeah. Like just hippie, hippie stuff. I, I always just think annoying white person. I love Portland. I love Portland, yeah. too. Yeah. I like all of those places, but I, I don't like... Uh, I like weird, too, but I don't like planned weird. No, no. I, any more than I like planned crazy or planned dangerous. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you know... Like, yeah. That that it's not really the dangerous comic. The, the dangerous comic was the thing when I was coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they all wanted to be like Bill Hicks or, or like that, like that kind of well, edgy. Yeah, Kennison, yeah, Hicks, and, right. and Pryor and all these guys because they, they pushed out like these these things. They put this stuff out there that people had not heard. Yeah. The outlaw comics. Yeah. yeah, so then 
there was this uh, leather jacket, smoke a s- cigarette on stage era in stand-up comedy where yeah. everybody like, uh, which is why I feel bad for younger comics because they so much of their sh- early shit is just on YouTube. I mean, good lord! I mean, oh. how the fuck do you ever outrun that stuff? So like, I put nothing on YouTube. But I, I tell you, no. But like, like my generation, everybody went through their. A lot of people, anyways, myself included. You go through your. Am I going to be a Bill Hicks type of guy? Yeah, yeah. Am I that guy? And then yeah. you're just like, yeah. Well, I don't like to read, so I don't <laughs> think I'm that guy. Like, I, I like need to, to be <laughs> informed. Like as much as I was taking the piss out of that guy talking about the Paris Agreement, I don't yeah. even know what the fuck is in it. Yeah. So he, he he might be right. I don't fucking know. I I, I have no idea, but I I do know this: paying attention to what's going on is a great way to be depressed. So what I just, I don't know, like six, seven years ago, I just stopped paying attention to shit that I can't fucking control. Yeah. And my life became a lot smaller and a lot happier. Now, I know you kind of have to know what the fuck is going on out there to a certain extent, but like uh, there's something, I don't know, it's 24-hour news networks and social media, the least amount of time you can spend on those i feel like your happiness will go up at least it does for me yeah yeah i don't have i haven't had a tv in years so i don't know what's going it's so funny and you're in this fucking business yeah i know and and you know people talk politics with me all the time and i'm like dude i'm trying to figure out where i'm gonna go on stage tomorrow Right. <laughs> I'm just like I've You've been, been killing it though, man. You've been going out with fucking Marin. You go out on the road with me. You fucking yeah. uh, been doing some headlining dates. I'm you, seeing you're gonna fucking hit, dude, and you're gonna hit fucking hard. And this is the thing, like, and then you'll see all of those doors. They all, yeah, they all fucking open up. But it's just like when you're not what they're looking for. Oh yeah, you have to show them why you are like yeah a viable fucking thing i'll tell you it'd be great oh sorry i'm fucking yelling here dude i came home for this fucking staycation and, and just fucking just hit the ground running yeah first thing i did was i went to both our cars and i fucking reset the clocks oh yeah in there yeah it's like a big fucking thing for me yeah right then i fucking the microwave you hit the microwave next <laughs> microwave i don't think i did the i microwave. just did mine I, I did the one in the kitchen one yeah i literally have the old digital clock I, that used to wake me up from my paper route i still fucking have the you thing. still got that yeah some of the buttons don't quite work i gotta find somebody that can fix it for me uh <laughs> then i went to the grocery store yeah because uh you know i put on some pounds and uh i want to get it off so like I, I got this whole meal plan or whatever so i had to go out and buy all this fucking bullshit did all of that, came home, cooked the fucking dinner, got my daughter to bed, all of that fucking shit. You know, I'm fucking tired of shit. I got to do this because I'm fucking, I'm going to see your buddy tomorrow to get my car looked at. Yeah, that's going to be great. Get yeah. it wrapped. Yeah, I'm getting a clear wrap. Oh, it's so nuts. Yeah, so then they'll detail my car so it looks totally clean. Then it's a clear wrap over the yeah. top of it. And then if anybody opens their door into it, it doesn't chip the fucking paint. Oh, man. I don't have to get my car waxed ever again. I can Rocks. just fucking wash. Yeah, all of that oh, shit. Oh, it's great. Tremendous. It's great, dude. Oh, man. It's just like 
bunch of shit on my car. I went over to the car wash. The guy just sprayed it down and and uh, towel dried it. The thing looks brand new. Here, look at it's it. It's amazing. Go, yeah, you just look at it and you go, wow. Yeah, I actually, I don't know. I keep shit for a long time, dude. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, like, I'm only on, like, I'm 51, going to be 52. I'm on, like, like, my fourth car. That's the way. <laughs> I've had, like, 700 motorcycles. Yeah, no, dude, 80 I, cars. I fucking drive them into the fucking ground. My first vehicle I got, yeah. I bought it in 85. I it, kept it until 90. It literally burned down on the side of the fucking road. <laughs> my first car from high school. Yeah. I, just I had that same it. thing. Yeah. Toyota I, I had this Patriots bumper sticker. Yeah. Together we win 1985 AFC champions. And like <laughs> my buddies would sit there going, dude, look at that bumper sticker. I remember when you fucking put that thing on. Um, yeah. And then I had a, uh, I had a Honda Accord. I drove that for like fucking 10 years. That's a great car. Yeah. I bought it used too. It was yeah. an 88. Cloth no, I had that like six or seven years. Then I went back to New York. So I sold that. Then I didn't have a car for a number of years, from early 2000 to 2007. Then I got the Prius. Yeah. Right? That had a, a, a 200,000 miles on it. No, 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 no. That thing? No, that thing. That black I, one? Yeah, no. I bought that brand new. That was my first I know, first but what did it have car. on it? Like 100,000 or something? It had a lot of miles, right? Yeah, it's got over 100,000. Yeah. I drove that thing, and then uh, then I got my Jaguar. But I mean, I bought an old truck, too, like an antique, yeah. if you count that. Uh, a, a classic I bought. So let's see. Let's see. That's the truck, the Accord, the Prius, the Jag. Hilarious. Oh, dude, I fucking, this fucking car, I'll drive that thing forever. I the know. thing about it is, is a fucking car, if you take care of it, the fucking engine block is made out of, like, steel. It's, it's not going anywhere. No, no. And we only there's, drive, there's like, no to the store and back. no for it to ever fucking die if you're taking care of it. Now, look, if you're fucking back east and there's rock salt and all that yeah. shit, that's a whole other fucking thing. But if you take care of the thing, you should be able to drive it forever. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Especially we're not commuting every day. A hundred miles each way. That's really kills your ride too. Just nonstop commute. Yeah, it does. But if you yeah. fucking maintain the thing, yeah, yeah, you're right. There's really no excuse to now with all those jiffy loops and shit. Yeah. Now that they've worked out all the bugs that yeah. they have their checks and balances. Cause remember back in the day, like one guy wouldn't be fucking. The guy take the oil out, and the other guy wouldn't, and then you'd fucking drive away, and your engine would seize. Oh man! And then you had to try to sue a fucking corporation. Yeah. yeah there, there was always those fucking. Horror I had a stories. guy that didn't put the uh, oil. The oil plug in all the way. Oh man! Yeah, I'm going down I five on my on my motorcycle. All of a sudden, my whole helmet, everything, just covered in oil instantly. Just and I almost crashed. I couldn't see, and I was sliding in my own oil. I pull over. Wow. Now I got no oil. I'm on the five. Uh, you know, there's no motorcycle oil at the gas station. I didn't know there was something different. Oh, yeah, yeah. They use a different oil. You know, I'm using... Different viscosity? What are they? Synthetics. And it's like, you know, just a different one than the car. So then I, I get towed somewhere. I miss my gig. And and just like, fuck. You know, and the guy obviously was just... I, I saw. I remember he was on before, the phone. Before I wrap this up yeah. here, tell people about when you thought you had a stroke. Oh, man. I was... I was at that Albertsons right here in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. I was just walking in. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever had in my life. I was walking in, 
and then I took a step and I remember saying like, whoa, I, I feel kind of weird. And as I said, I feel kind of weird. The left side of my body just shut off, completely shut off. And I just collapsed to the ground. And, and then I kind of sat there for a minute. I went, whoa. And then my left foot was numb and my arm was kind of numb. And then it kind of went back to normal. And I got up and I go, what happened? Two cash register guys grabbed me and they go, dude, you just, you just uh, collapsed. And I was like, whoa. And, and then I, I just thought, I'll just go home. And they go, dude, you should go to the hospital. You just collapsed, man. And so I went straight to Cedar sinai And I waited in the waiting room for uh-huh. four hours. And they finally put me in the MRI. And then they said, you had a stroke. This woman, she came in, she goes, you didn't have a stroke today. It looks like you had an old stroke. And I was like, what? And then they shot me up with some stuff, and I went to sleep. And then two guys came in a couple hours later, and they go, you didn't have a stroke. This is an old vein. You got a herniated disc in your neck, and it popped out. And when it pops out, uh, you know, it hit your spine and just shut you down. And that was from when you got hit by that from lady. ran over from the motorcycle. Yeah, that lady who stole the Escalade. Yeah, I, 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 you know, every five six months, I'd kind of get this pinched nerve kind of thing in my in my neck, and one time it locked up my jaw. But I would go to acupuncture or you know do some uh, therapy, you know, like stretching and shit, and it would go away. But this time it just it did. All it right, just, I got another Dean favorite. Yeah. The time you were fucking ODing. Oh, yeah, I'm below. In Laurel Canyon. Oh, man. I'm up there. Just, this is the 80s. Yeah, the 80s. And they got like a, they got like a, seriously, the dude, we called him the shopper. Uh-huh. He was a blow dealer. And he had an actual pyramid of blow. He always liked to try to be like the Scarface. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I never forgot it. Axl Rose was there. It was like, eight of us and he was there playing on the piano he played us november rain we're like whoa and then i went over and just did a giant pile what year was this i guess it's 88 you know they hadn't recorded the illusion records yet, right but they had that song kicking around and then i went over and just did a giant bump and my arm went numb <laughs> instantly <laughs> And I went over to the guy and I was like, dude, man, you got to, uh, you got to call an ambulance. My arm's numb. And he's like, no way, man. We got all this blow around and uh, Axel's here. And so we can't have the cops up here. You got to ride it out. <laughs> you swear to God. <laughs> My he goes, favorite thing he, ever. You got to ride, you gotta it, ride out. it out. He handed me a bottle. I never forgot it. Of Stoli. And he goes, just start slamming on this dude and come down. And I, I was like, huh? And I just went into the other room and I was slamming on it and I was rubbing my arm. I was rubbing it like thinking this will work. This will make it come back. Didn't you end up riding it out in a closet? I did. I, did. I went into this like walk-in closet <laughs> and I was freaking out and I was hitting the vodka, right? I was just hitting it like, oh God, oh God. I got photos too from that night. There's a great photo of me and Axel and my eyes are just pinned, just ah. And, uh, and about an hour later, I remember I, I remember I said this, Bill, I go, I was in there like, oh, God, you always find God immediately, you know? Oh, God, if you let me come down from this, I'll never do coke again. Right. And like about an hour later, I came out of there, and I was like, all right, I feel better, you know? You didn't do another line. I didn't do another line, no way. 
I, I don't think I did coke ever again after that. It was kind of probably the end. Dude, fucking drug users, man. Wow. Like, the fucking stories. Like, uh, I laugh my... The reason why I'm laughing at yeah. that is because oh, yeah. of how fucking terrified I would be. There's just no fucking way I just would ever fuck with that shit. Yeah. Ever. I mean, I'm from the Len... Uh, you know, Len Bias generation, where it was just the whole story was he did it one time and he died. Yeah. Which, of course, wasn't, ended up not being the fucking truth. I mean, the first time you try Coke, you don't f- freebase it, right? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Back then, I'm not, I wasn't afraid of dying. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, you fucking live hard. Die I just young. love that guy. We can't, there's too many drugs here. You got to ride it out. Yeah. I didn't know you could ride it out. You ride it out. But if you're ODing on heroin, that's when everybody just leaves. Oh, yeah. That's the old one, right? Like, we're just, hey, we're out of here. That guy's fucking blue. It, you, but you can't ride out. It was nuts, dude. Like, how, how do you, like, if you OD on fucking Coke, yeah. you can just ride it out? Well, from what I, I, I talk how, to people, they say it's like a small stroke you're having. You know, like so much Coke. Your heart's like, gah, 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 gah. so that doctor was right. You did have a fucking yeah, yeah. Stroke. You had, you had a, one in the late eighties. Yeah, had a stroke, but not yes, not today. A long time ago. Yeah, the fucking late eighties. Yeah, man, that's you know, you know what's weird too is how much shit you'll just put up your nose. You don't even know who the people are. You know, hey, let me get a bump of that. And then, you know, you, you, you know, I mean, it could be car cleaner. Dude, what about Van Halen with that fucking MTV winner? They, yeah. they, they were giving him blow. He goes, he did a fucking bump off of David Lee's fucking pinky. I know. I mean, no worries about fucking liability. He never did blow either, the guy. He'd never even done it before. That's, a, you know. Oh, my God. I have to be. Well, I don't think I, I still don't think I would have. But if ever I was going to do it, 1984. Yeah. I mean, you got to do it. I don't think my parents would get mad at me. I'd be like, it's fucking Diamond Dave. Oh, yeah. What was I supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, you got to do the blow. You have to. Oh, man, dude, I was doing a gig at the Fillmore uh-huh. and uh, with Mark Ford from the Black Crows. He told this story on my podcast. It was great. And uh, he was sitting in with our, my band. And it, we were getting ready to go on. He goes, hey, man, you know anybody who's got some chilly weather? That's what he called it. Chilly weather. I love that one. And I said, ah, oh, I, think, I think that guy over there. And the guy came over and he gave him a key shot. And he's like, ah, his eyes are pouring out. Right? He goes, that, that wasn't Coke, man. That was meth. And they announced us right then. So he gets on stage. His eyes are pouring with water. He plays the gig of his life. After the show, I go, man, sorry, I didn't know, you know? And he goes, that's all right. It smoothed out the mushrooms. This guy was on mushrooms without even us knowing, playing sold-out Fillmore show. And he killed, like, he played a gig that, like... You 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 would think he was gonna die after. That's, what's the difference? What's 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 a meth high? Meth high versus you do like a, a a piece the size of your fingernail and you're up for like twenty four hours. It's like it's Tweak City. You're just up like it's like super super dust, man. I don't. So what? I, so it's not really a high. You're just alert. You're no. You're just high. You're tweaking. You know what I mean? You're cleaning. You're 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 building models. You know what I mean. I mean, you're just up, dude. cleaning out your septic tank. Yeah, but you would do that 
if you were super drunk and then you could just kind of level out the booze and keep you know drinking like if you're out partying no booze just it if you drink if you're drinking you're you're done in four hours yeah right i don't give a fuck who you are right unless you're drinking at a slower pace than your tolerance which why would you do that yeah. The whole thing is, it's like a race car. You're, you're pushing the limit. Yeah. You're trying to take that turn as fast as you can. So you're doing shots and you're doing all of that shit. I don't give a fuck who you, you can only go for four hours. Yeah. And then you at, at, at a certain, at, at game pace. Yeah. I mean, I can fucking sit there on a dock and just sit there and sipping beers all fucking day. But I mean, if you're drinking four hours, you're done. Then you do a bump of this and you could keep going. Oh, that I was see the point. Said. I see. The yeah, point. they would level it out, and then you could keep drinking. Like the party would never end. You know, especially if you're at like a uh, rehearsal room and you're playing music, and you just want to keep going. You know, <laughs> <laughs> for the love of music. Yeah. Um, well, anyways, dude, I am so excited about. Uh, this gig because not only to get to play with all those great play uh, musicians, the uh, mic'd up drums just sound fucking unbelievable. Yeah, and you they you sound. rocked it last time, dude. Yeah, you're well, playing with Nikki Six last time. It's one of the funniest things to think you had posters of that guy, and then there you are. I, there's that great video footage <laughs> of him. You're looking over at him. I forgot I start the song. I'm so like fired up that you're up there with him. Oh yeah, it's yeah, kicked yeah, in the yeah. teeth. So I'm all, all right. It's kicked in the teeth again, and then we're just standing there, all of us. And Scott Ian looks at me and goes, "It's you." I go, "Oh yeah, it is me." You know, it was so funny. And I'm looking at you, and you're looking at Nikki. Dude, Scott Ian fucking killed it. Oh, that guy's a fucking you know hammer. I, I, yeah, and he. I loved how serious all those guys took it. Oh like, yeah, I remember with Steve Gorman going. Showing up and just going, you see that? Pointing at all the empty seats. because that's going to be fucking carnage tonight. And he was not bullshitting. And yeah. it's still like, that's one of the great like live drummers I've ever seen. Oh, my God. Was what he did on your show. So if you guys are anywhere near Los Angeles, uh, this Tuesday at the Avalon, right across from Capitol Records, um, is there a name for the show? The uh, yeah, it's uh, the Bond Scott. Well, for years I called it the Church of Bond Scott. The Church of Bond. That's Scott. what I called it for a year. You know, this is the forty year anniversary of Bond Scott's death. Forty year anniversary of Back in Black. But we started this back when we were kids. Me and Josh Z and Billy Rowe. Uh-huh. Uh, we were doing this as kids in San Francisco. Oh, you? you oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, we we we'd done this for years. And then when I moved to L.A., I didn't really have, like, the, the time or whatever to do it. And then once I was a comedian and stuff, I was like, let's fire that thing up again, you know? And that's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's how long we've been doing it. And that guy, Solo Dallas, that brings the equipment. Yeah. The vin- we, we've got all the same equipment ACDC uses, the vintage Marshalls, the vintage Ampeg SVT, uh, the the same guitars and Josh Z just kills it in the well, speaking Angus. of all that you know if if I ever get to meet Phil Rudd oh yeah what I would ask other than talk helicopters because he flies helicopters oh, yeah too, that's right right is uh, I always wondered what happened to that fucking amazing kit that he had on the back and black the tour. black sonar. 
No, it was it wasn't black. It was all natural wood. Oh, oh, that's right. I got the poster. That's right. It's natural it's wood. Fucking gorgeous. Oh. More times than he's ever hit in his entire career. Yeah, I think it was it was like two floor toms, and it was either three or four up yeah. top. Yeah, four up, two down, and then he had the single bass and and the snare drum. Anyways, dude, I, I gotta I gotta go to bed because yeah. I, I gotta drive this fucking car out to the yeah the, yeah. Get the I've things. been up since four thirty. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for putting me on it, dude. Man, it's gonna be on. fucking awesome, oh. and I am looking as looking as forward to playing drums as I am doing the stand up because I got yeah. all this fucking new shit that's coming out, and um, you got some new bits. Oh yeah, and dude, my shit that's coming out right now. I'm, I'm just it's is as I don't know what the word is. It's just fucking, I'm just being an idiot. Yeah. And yeah. I'm having a great time. And I feel like this fucking, the the overcorrection has kind of gone back to the middle. Yeah, and yeah. you can have fun again on stage. It's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, with, of course, you know, all the shit that we learned over the last few years, you know, that people weren't talking about, yada, yada, all that bullshit. I'm having the most fucking fun. I was telling my wife that I was like, I was like, I'm having more fucking fun on stage than I think I ever have. Oh, that's amazing! And I said that on the last, and that's like uh, 35 years in, right? 30 years. Hey, or something? hey I'm not that. 28. 28, but 28, still, man, yeah. like, you know, to be digging it that far in. No, that, I fucking love it. Uh, I I love it at 10 years in. This is the thing too. Is I also love. I've been going to. Uh, smaller places yeah and just fucking getting up on stage you know it's a different thing than actually going to a comedy club yeah you know i, I it reminds me back in the day when you, you had to get them yeah so like that's me every night <laughs> yeah no 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 i don't, I don't think i'm at yeah. i'm as good um as i was than i when i was when i when i had to get people to like me yeah so now you once people get to know you, then you, it, you go on in there. It's yours to lose. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. opposed to like, how the fuck am I going to get these people? Yeah. Like I just remember that feeling standing back there, just going like, oh god, that's what I had my first name of my first special. Why do I do this? And that's what I would be thinking. Why do I do this? <laughs> Why didn't I just fucking? You know, I'm inherently a shy person. Why the fuck did I pick this job? Why the fuck do I do this? And, you know, and then you just fucking go up there. And what's so fucking funny is even if it sucks, you just have this great story to tell all your stand-up comedian friends. And it almost, in a weird way, makes it worth it. Um, so anyway, then we can talk about that for a fucking hour. Anyways, dude, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm going to practice my ass off over the next fucking 48 hours. Brad. So I don't fuck it up. Uh, I can't wait. You go, right. You're coming to the rehearsal tomorrow? Yes, I am. Great. Just gotta, uh, I just got to get the address. And then... Uh, Tuesday night, uh, tickets at uh, deandelray.com. There you go. And uh, there's about 90 left. Oh, cool, dude. Yeah, there's about 90 left. So, Oh, we're going to sell it. We're yeah. going to sell it out. It's going to be I, awesome. 
I'm telling you guys, uh, this is the last one too, man. It's been so much work to do this. So, and the people that are playing, you're never, you're never going to do this again. I don't know, man. It's a, it's a bad time to ask right now. That's yeah. like asking somebody, you're going to host the Oscars again. Is that trying to put together the fucking monologue? I know. I'm never fucking doing this again. I know. It's so much. Right? Yeah. Marilyn was like, what do you mean, man? It's like a, a month of work. And then like, it's great. And I'm like, yeah, but man, dude, it's fuck. It's re- now look, if I was at a level where I could just sell out the Avalon on my own, I would do it every year. I'd be like, just show up, see me. All right, so there's going to be more. Good. Yeah. That's all okay. I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, love you, brother. Thanks for coming on. I love and you, dude. I'll see you tomorrow at the, uh, yep. at the rehearsal. All right, that's it. Uh, I'll check in on you guys on Thursday.